Peace and blessings, blessings and peace. Thank you so much for joining us for a peaceful moment. In this chaotic world, our minds are not presented with the satisfaction of tranquility. On a peaceful moment, we take a step back from reality and reap what is rightfully ours. Sit back and relax as my guest and I share our experiences, our rants and our trauma. We are here to laugh, heal and to be peaceful. You can find us on Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast, TikTok, peaceful underscore podcast. And we're finally on YouTube, baby, at peaceful moment podcast. All I need you to do, sit back, relax and be peaceful. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We should start a band. I love you. Mm-hmm. I do. We should start a band. Thank you. I'm not going to be seen ever, though. That's fine. I'm going to be like the hidden member. We'll just keep a curtain, and we'll roll it on stage. We and you'll should. be behind it. People will eat that shit up. Yeah, anytime yeah. you move, we'll just hire people to move the curtain in front of you. Correct. It's like the opposite of a spotlight. The entire stage will be lit except for where you were at. Ooh. The Shadow Man. Yeah, and then we'll just black out the arenas in different spots so it's like you're moving. Yeah. Are you writing this down? <laughs> Creative director. I love to <laughs> fucking hear it. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? You're listening to Peaceful Moment Podcast. I like that. This That's actually like really cute. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peaceful Moment Podcast. Peace Mode Podcast. Peaceful Moment. Peaceful Moment Podcast. With Jordan Brown. Like that. Let's have a peaceful moment. Ooh. You look so cool in your little chair with your one headphone on. Thank you. I feel like a child spinning in it. You look very evil. Oh, good. You look very evil. It's the vibe. Is it because I'm white? I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure. (laughs) Maybe. I'm not sure. We'll see how this goes. But peace and blessings, y'all. Blessings and peace. Thank y'all so much for joining us for a peaceful moment. I have my good friend Mel here. Say what's up, Mel. What's up? Mel is my photographer. She's my sibling. My fucking sibling. Exactly. And today, my good friend Mel is here to talk about our mental disorders. Not her mental disorders. But maybe our, our our mental disorders. What's yours is mine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's right. <laughs> so before we get started, Mel, let the people know where they can find you. Anything you're working on. 
Instagram at Mel Tookum with two underscores between the took and the M. <laughs> e M. <laughs> and do, are you working on any projects right now? If you play music or you do concerts, hire me. I'll show up. It doesn't have to be good. I'll take your pictures anyways. I know that's right. Just pay me. I'll show up. That's why I love you because you're supportive. You're not only just like a good friend. You're also supportive. It's the only thing I have to offer. Support. And comic relief. Uh, Top tier friendship shit. (laughs) Top tier friendship shit. In the corner, I have my creative director, Miss Deja Allen. You can't see her. Can you shut the camera real quick? See if it's still recording? It's probably not recording. It's still recording? Okay, then. It's on top of it. You are good. I'm going to put you on payroll. If that's the only thing you need to do. Because listen, that's the hardest thing about this whole experience is that damn camera. Because that bitch would be like overheat and it'll be no more podcasts. No more. Right. Then I have to play the little uh, looping video. Then people will be like, what the fuck is this? Don't worry about it. But damn. But Mel, before we get started, how are you? Update me in life. Tell me how everything's going right now. I don't do anything. I, know, I go to work right. and then I go home. Mm-hmm. And I go back to work. Then I go home. Mm-hmm. And then that's sometimes second. I'll spice it up and I'll go to work. And then I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> it's the um the spice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sometimes you go to home, then you go to work. Yeah, I'll do just go in a circle before I go into work. Yeah, let's fuck them. I'll be three minutes late. Yeah, and they're bitch. just gonna have to deal with it. What are you gonna do? Turn back time? Make me unlate? <laughs> Top tier shit. You going places, kid. I'm telling you. So, um, the last time we were together, we had my photo shoot for the new, um, for the new, um, for the new cover art. Yeah. And that was fucking incredible. But you told me you didn't really like the pictures that much. Not that much. Really? Mm-hmm. I never understood that because I was in love with them. Like, I fucking... But he's like, oh, we don't like these. I was like... I just felt like it could have been bigger. could have been better. We had the mm. lighthouse. We had the beach. Mm-hmm. They were just flat. Mm-hmm. It was just... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be real with you. I hadn't picked up a camera before that photo shoot in months. Mm-hmm. So it was just like getting back into it. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I didn't practice before your shoot. No, Probably should have done that. You were like, it was amazing because there was just so much life in those pictures for me. Like, even when, um, that it was one picture that, uh, it was of me and then, like, the wind was blowing and my shirt puffed up and it looked like, <laughs> I looked like a, a pregnant lady. And I was like, I love this because, like, somebody would see this and was like, damn, you got a big-ass stomach. But I know the wind was really strong that day. Mm-hmm. The wind was fucking intense that day. It was like... And especially at the top of the lighthouse. Oh, that shit was crazy. That was like... I'm gonna float off. Yeah, bro. I should've ruined that lady's uh, engagement shoot. I should've jumped. <laughs> <laughs> no, just ruined the entire day for them. Commit suicide off the fucking... Off the lighthouse. They would never forget. Never. They would never forget. I think they have to... Okay, we're not going to talk about that. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, so let's list our mental disorders. You want me to list yours or you want me to... You can list them. Okay. Okay, for the Jordan side, Jordan's mental disorders are dyscalculia, which is like dyslexia, but Mm -hmm. for numbers. Okay. See, y'all got me? 
Um, I'm an anxious person. I have anxiety. I've been diagnosed with uh, clinical anxiety. And I have ADHD, which is basically like spiciness of the brain. Mm-hmm. It's like my brain works normal, but it also be like, damn, maybe I can do seven tasks instead of three tasks at the same time. Just a little razzle-dazzle into the yeah. daily schedule. Exactly. It makes it... What's that pixie dust? Yeah. Pixie dust, like Tinkerbell? Mm-hmm. It's that in the brain. I think that's what they call it, Tinkerbell. Because she was crazy. Okay. <laughs> Mel, your your list says ADHD. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Uh, we have anxiety, turn up, attachment issues. Oh, like a motherfucker. <laughs> and depression. That's the fun one. Oh, yeah. All, all of them combined, mm-hmm. it's like a Power Ranger. <laughs> Voltron. Exactly. That's what it is. It's Voltron. Alrighty, so let's hop right into it. Okay, so how does your how does your disorders manifest? Let's start with ADHD. Biggest one mm-hmm. that like really hinders my day to day is I cannot remember anything. Yeah, it slips my mind. It's gone mm-hmm. forever. Do you know how many things I've bought in just to lose them, to buy it and then find it the same day? Mm-hmm. I've done that with three Apple pencils. Things are oh, like a hundred dollars fucking each. Mm-hmm. Lost one for like a year and a half, and I was like, I'll find it. I will find it. It's okay. Never found it. Caved in. I was like, I'll buy a new one. It's fine. The mm-hmm. same day Destiny picked up a book, fucking Apple pencil fell out of it. No. She looked at me and I was like, I don't want to hear a thing. You put it right back, and this never happened. This never happened. This never happened. We never found it. It's still lost. It's still lost. Only in my mind. What book was it? Whenever you carries book. books, yeah, <laughs> she fucking reads. Cause I'm, I would thinking like you would be able to remember the title of the book because sometimes our brains work like that. We remember like very very fine details, but like, cause I I don't know if you do this, but I remember in pictures. Some things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if I say like, "Where's my keys?" I can picture where my keys are. I know what room it's in, but I can't remember where I put it. And then I can remember where I put it. But it's like a, it's like foggy. Oh no! It's like it's not. I can I know I put it on my bed, but what part of my bed did I put it on? Oh, I wish no. I get fully just. It's like blackout. Mm-hmm. It's like I just don't have memory. I'll have it in my hand. Mm-hmm. I'll turn to say something to Dustin or something, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Mm-hmm. It's outside. I went outside in that like three seconds. I blinked. I went outside. I put it down. I had a conversation. I came back mm-hmm. and just forgot it. And forgot it. It never happened. I'm the same way though. Memory just be bullshit. It's Especially not real. like with my last job, I would like um, install things, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'll put my drill down and my drill will be gone. Like, where the fuck did my drill go? It's fucking under me. Or I'll put it on my belt and I wouldn't know where I left it. Because just like brain just be on stupid shit at all times. It's freaking ridiculous. Like you've got one job. Keep it together. What do I have to do to keep you in line? Mm-hmm. You is me. So what do you do to curb that? How do you set yourself up for success with a shitty memory? I'll let you know when I find a good thing. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's like the thing that's hindering day to day. Just lose it. Everything. Damn. Spend like five dollars at work because I have to keep rebuying drinks. Work at a dollar store. That's like five <laughs> drinks. So you'll buy a drink, lose it, and then buy another one? Yeah. Oh fuck, friend. Just gone. We gotta get you to a neurologist. 
I'm thinking more like the sticky hands you get at like kids' <gasps> toys. <laughs> what? Just tie a bunch of them and then stick all my stuff to it so I never mm-hmm. lose it. It retracts back. Oh, so you can put it down and just. Mm-hmm. Mm. You going places, kid. You are. <laughs> my main goal is just to be Spider-Man, actually. Just want webs to pull things back to me. With a shitty memory, you'll be yeah. fucked. No one will rely on me. <laughs> I can do whatever I want. No one wants a superhero that's unreliable. I know that's right. I don't want the responsibility. I just want the power. She might come. Whoa. She might come to your rescue. Maybe. If she not sleep. I do be sleeping. I don't know how Batman do it. Bitch, she be up at all night and then get up for corporate America in the morning. Fuck that shit. Adderall. Adderall and cocaine. They be snorting it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you said... You also have debilitating anxiety. Yeah. I need to... Can you Google what that word means, debilitating, real quick? I'm so glad you said that because I was trying to type it. (laughs) I knew the word, but I just kept mispronouncing it. I woke up destiny. I was like, when your legs hurt so bad you can't move, what do you describe that pain as? Deliberating? (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, that's not it. Deliberating? making someone very weak or infirm. So like the ability, mm-hmm. you no longer have the ability to build it. Mm. Using it in a sentence. Okay, so she, <laughs> <laughs> she is so anxious that mm-hmm. she cannot do what she needs to do because mm-hmm. it's taking away her ability to go through regular life. Oh, the word is debilitating. Debilitating. So instead of Ability is debilitating. What is that like phonics? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, baby. That's called um entomology. What? No, that's the origin of the word. I was right, goddammit. <laughs> I it's called entomology. I'm not it's fucking his podcast. Crazy. He's right. Exactly. Don't say that though. They will light my ass up. Please don't <laughs> say shit like that. Okay. Um, how is it debilitating? No, tell me how it manifests. Like, what do you feel? Does your stomach hurt? Do you get anxious? And then I'm going to talk about, like, unknown side effects of anxiety. Anxious. Just, like, you turn to stone. You physically Mm -hmm. cannot do it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't do, if I need to do, like, a daily task, mail something, Mm -hmm. I won't go to the UPS that's right next to my job. Mm -hmm. Because what if I go in and I... I'm stupid. I do something dumb. Yeah. Now I have to see those people every day. I work there. <laughs> I will drive like 20 minutes to some place that I'll never go to again mm-hmm. to do it just in case if I look stupid. I don't have to see these people again. Mm-hmm. So it's shit like that. And it, the thing about anxiety is that it's 100. Every single thought you have and every single anxious thought is plausible. It is plausible. It is. Mm-hmm. Everything you think. But you just have to be positive enough to release yourself for those those thoughts. I call it, um, I tell myself, Jordan, I give you permission not to be omnipotent, to not know everything that's going to happen. You have the ability, you're a person. You have the ability to not be all-knowing today. And that's where it starts, to say, it's okay. You might shit your pants inside of UPS store. And those people might think of you as that. But the next time you come to the UPS store, be like, yes, I am 
the one who shit their pants. But I need the I need this package to go to Colorado in the morning. So can you please take this? You know what I'm saying? Come yeah. in with that confidence because anxiety is a confidence killer. Oh, it is. So, um, do you know how do you handle your anxiety? What tools and tips and tricks can you give the people? It is what it is. Mm. Yeah. I tell myself that a hundred times a day. Mm-hmm. Just is what it is. Mm-hmm. A change in mindset. Yeah. Doesn't always make me feel better. Mm-hmm. But it's But it grounds you. Yeah, what else what else am I gonna do? Right. Come on now. It is what it is. Sit in it. Sit in it. Mm-hmm. Sit in I learned shit. that from Charles. Uh-huh. Actually. Band camp and everything, that was his favorite saying. I don't care if it's hot, sit in it. Bugs, they were here before you, sit in it. So anytime something like really bad happens, what am I gonna do, you know? Mm-hmm. Just gotta sit in it. Then it is what it is. Then it is what it is. You don't need to worry about it because whatever's going to happen is going to happen regardless. If you stress about it or not, it's going to happen. I'm 5'2", 98 pounds. What am I going to do about it? Yeah. Nothing. If the wind blows too hard, you're gone. Forever. <laughs> to the alligators. <laughs> to the alligators. All right. So one thing um, I'm going to talk about like real quick because we got a few more things to, uh, to cover. Um Unknown side effects of anxiety. Shivers, if you ever get a little, mm-hmm. that's an anxious uh, response. And um, that goes back to your flight or flight, flight, fight or fight, fight, fight. It's a big word fight. for Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to your fight, flight, or freeze response. And that little jitter is your body kickstarting your muscles just in case we have to fight. You know? Um... Damn, I just had folk cooked up just like that. And I just forgot. It's the ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, exceptional hearing. Really good hearing is usually like a, a side effect of anxiety. Like me, I depending on where I am in my house, I'll be, I know what vehicle is driving past my house. Yeah, like just familiar sound. sounds. Exactly. Okay, I, get I that. know who's walking up the stairs in my house just by the way they walk up the mm-hmm. stairs. I know who's in the kitchen by what's being moved around. Like if I hear a fucking plastic bag, I know my mom is making a salad. Making a salad. Mm-hmm. If I hear pots rattling, I know my little brother trying to cook up some noodles. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like things like that. And sometimes you have to release yourself from being all knowing. You know? It's not always good to be so aware. Exactly. Ignorance is bliss. It is. I wish. I wish I was stupid. The himbo bimbo life is really what the, I'm aiming for. The what? The himbo. Bimbo. What does that mean? A himbo is just like a handsome guy, no brains. Like, you mm. know that movie trope, the handsome boyfriend that's just dumb as rocks? Mm-hmm. Himbo. Zac Efron. Exactly. Uh, bimbo would be the complete opposite. Like a female, blonde, big tits, mm-hmm. dumb. Oh, bimbo and himbo. Exactly. It's the masculine version. Mm-hmm. What happened? Y'all are blowing my mind right now. Thank you. <laughs> it's the mask. It really is. I feel like it's extra judgy. Yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry, because all you can see is expressions up here. Exactly. It's probably worse without the mask. I like the mask, personally. <laughs> I think the masks are fun. We should keep them, even after it. So uh, some things you can do to help your anxiety... Um, number one, I tap on my post points. I tap right here, right here. Explain where you're tapping. Hmm? Explain where you're tapping. Oh. It's kind of like a little under. 
It's on my collarbone. It's right on my collarbone um, underneath, or you could do it on top. But I tap on my pulse points, and for some reason, that slows down your heart rate. Because usually when you're having an anxiety reaction to something, and an anxious reaction to something, your um, your heart rate tends to go up. But if you can slow yourself, do it with me. Do it with me, y'all. Get close to the camera. Not to, get close to the microphone so we can hear your heartbeat. When you do that, it slows your uh, your heart rate down. And somehow, you trying to match tempo with me? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I have to. <laughs> that slows down your heart rate, and it, like that's one piece. Because anxiety is like a buildup of things that that make you anxious. It's not just like one thing. There's no one one stop shop for fixing anxiety. No. It's your thoughts. It's your behaviors. It's your um your your physical reaction to it. It's your mental re- like it's your mo- it's everything. Everything ties together. And if you do if you fall tr- fall loose on one of those, you're fucked. Now you're in McDonald's crying because the ice cream machine broke, and it's it's crazy. Now you're sitting outside a venue. You were supposed to be inside shooting for a band. Fully just can't go inside. Mm-hmm. A lot of shows actually, mm-hmm. and then I'll text the band, be like, oh, I "Got stuck at work, my bad." From the parking lot. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From the parking lot, be like, "Oh damn!" I can't. Do you this. guys sound really good though. It's all the people. Yeah, it's all the people. And maybe stank. Some of them. Yeah. It's the people air. If you get close to a lot of people, the air it gets like peopley. I don't know how to explain it. It just gets a little like stuffy it does i think it's their breath you can smell people's breath i don't mm. like doing that especially in the club when people show somebody try to talk to you and they're close and it's like back up back up never been to a club if you're listening i just cover my nose so yeah um another thing you can do what happened i'm not a big dancer i don't like big groups of people yeah i just We can, we could throw a little party. We'd be like four people. We could just yeah, dance. I like parties. Oh, but not in the club. Yeah, I'm also not picky about my music. Mm-hmm. But it's so loud and mm-hmm. so many people, and then to add music, I'm not necessarily huge on. Mm-hmm. It's just too much stimulants. I know. I like that um, that electro electronic music. Oh yeah, I like that one, mm-hmm. especially when I go to like the um the club club, not like the club, <laughs> not the club, the club the proper club, the club, but not the club, <laughs> mm-hmm. the club. So like downtown Las Olas. <laughs> We're gonna go to Olas tonight, not Las Olas. Olas. Who? Olas or Las Olas. If you're African-American in Florida, it's Las Olas. But if you're, I feel like I've only heard it pronounced Las Olas. If you go to Florida State, it's Olas. We're going to Olas <laughs> tomorrow. Um, the last thing you could do to help with your anxiety, um, breathing. Breathing techniques work wonders. I hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, like if I feel it really coming and like my heartbeat gets really fast. That's what you shouldn't do. Just, no. And then eventually I'm either going to calm down and it's going to slow down or I'm just going to knock out. Either way, problem solved. That's like. You are hardcore as fuck. You can't be sad if you're asleep. You can't be depressed if you're unconscious. That's what I'm saying. That's what my daddy always told me. <laughs> you can't talk back if you're unconscious. Okay. Oh no. Um, y'all can do it with me real quick. Ready? So we're gonna breathe in and we're gonna say, "I'm alive." Ready? Ready? One, two, three. I'm, I'm alive. alive. 
and out, I'm glad to be alive. So let's do it all together. Ready? I'm alive. I'm glad to be alive. Ooh, we getting out the hood this year. They're going to be like, ASMR. Did you hear me breathe? I did. Did you hear me breathe? Goosebumps. You got on Audio Technica headphones, though. You heard, like, everything. You heard the whistle in my nose? <laughs> oh, no, that's right. All right. Um, uh, we already talked about how you cope. Did you want to talk about attachment issues? Did you want to um, dig into that treasure chest? Got attachment issues. I either attach way too hard mm-hmm. or not at all. Or not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all dead. Say what? Who does that apply to? Attachment Everyone. issues? Yeah. Like, is that just friendships or, like, relationships? Everyone. Mm-hmm. That's All, why I like, like, my big players in my life. So I had my grandma. Favorite person. She died when I was, like, 11, maybe 12. Mm-hmm. Then my best friend. Every day of high school. Four years straight with this kid. Dead in a car accident. Oh. Yeah, that was Jason. Mm-hmm. These kids just keep fucking dying. Yeah. So I've had attachment issues with that. Where I know they're just going to leave. So I won't attach. And then it's friendships where I won't... I won't allow you to be my friend. I won't accept it in my mind. So it keeps that distance. So mm-hmm. if you go, or if I say something, cause something slip. I was mm-hmm. telling him I'm like a doormat. I'll take a lot, but then something very small will just snap, and it's done. Everything mm-hmm. that's built up for years, I will attack you with it. And it is brutal. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it just keeps everything at like arm's distance. So if if they go when they go, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They weren't really there to begin with, so there's no missing piece. Mm-hmm. I know I'm not in this podcast, but I have questions. That's incredible. That you, can you guys hear me? I don't know. Probably yeah, I can not. hear you. You want me to turn on the mic? You could. Real quick. Hold uh, on. Yeah. Let me figure out which one it is first, girls. Let me pause. Stellarex. And we're recording. Stellarex. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Um, most people, when they hear attachment issues, they think, oh, that person must be clingy um, or they must be like really up under someone. So I think it's really cool that you, you're you aware that you have attachment issues and so you detach yourself. When did you realize that that was an issue? Probably like super self-aware after Jason died. Mm-hmm. That was like 2019, 2020, I think, something like that. Oh my gosh. So that's mm-hmm. like everything, like pandemic, death. Oh yeah. Damn. And then Brittany died really right close. Afterwards. Yeah, I got the call from Gertie. And then you called me right afterwards. Yeah. Oh shit. That's the thing is these, my was... friends keep dying and then I have to keep telling my other friends. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, that shit was, oh. So did somebody have to tell you or it just clicked in your head that something was going on? It kind of clicked. So how has that helped you? Like now that you're self-aware, how has that helped you moving forward? Being aware of it and then actually doing the steps to do something about it, very different paths. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm stuck somewhere in the center of I'm 
grossly aware of the issues, what the issues are, why they are, how they affect it. It's the ability to get around the anxiety to change it. Mm. So with the attachment issues, it's allowing people to be my friends. Mm. It's coming to do this podcast and not flaking because I'm nervous. What the fuck am I going to talk about? Exactly. It's talking to you. Do you remember me in uh, freshman year? I didn't talk to anyone. No, you were pretty lit though. Only if you knew me. Mm. But I just didn't talk. I didn't talk until I was maybe like 18. Mm. If you weren't my girlfriend, Jason, or my sister, I just had nothing to say to you. It wasn't, I was aggressive or anything. I just personally had nothing to say. Because what was I going to gain from the conversation if I wasn't going to allow you to be my friend? Mm -hmm. So it's figuring out the steps of how to allow myself to get attached without getting over-attached. Because I'll also hide behind someone because of my anxiety. I made my girlfriend come in with me to mail what I needed to mail. Because if I look stupid, at least I look stupid, but I've got this hot girlfriend, so what are you really going to tell me, you know? Right. Say that again. You can't tell me anything when she's next to me, because what the fuck are you going to tell me? I get to go home with her. Mm-hmm. But she's not always there. Mm. That's where the issue is. the kicker. Mm-hmm. One day, though. One day, though. Just handcuff her. Handcuff her, yeah. Get your toes away right now. <laughs> That's called emotional abuse, baby. We don't do that shit like that. No, not here. I know. Somewhere else. (laughs) But thank you for opening it up for that real quick. That was really beautiful. Yeah. I got quiet because it hurt. When you say attachment issues, I was like... Mm, It's a little too real. Yeah, that shit hurts. Attachment issues is really, really hard. Because you always have to, like, get the real... There's some point in, like, in a relationship where you say something, you're like, that's not me. I'm not saying that. That's... Mm. That was... I wasn't... I wasn't talking to Mel. I was talking to my ex when I said that to you. You didn't you didn't deserve that. That was some anger for somebody else that I said to you because they did this to me. I can't even give you what I really want to give to you because I'm scared that you just might leave my life. Mm-hmm. And that is a fucking terrible feeling. It's so bad because you want to be a good person. But then you're like, damn, if I'm a good person, are you going to hurt me? Mm. Are you going to neglect me? And sometimes... You got to be willing to be neglected. To really love and just have good people in your life, you have to be willing to be hurt. Because most likely they'll do the same thing for you. Sometimes they won't. In the, in the case that they don't, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. But the people who will ride for you day after day after day after day, even with your fuck-ups and your bullshit, they are going to cuss you the fuck out. But they're cussing you the fuck out because they love you. Mm. Me... If I don't fuck with you, you're not getting cussed the fuck out. Mm. You get blah, baby. <laughs> and we just never speak again. Well, I don't know if this is the same for everybody, but in my household, mm-hmm. it is, I talk to you this way because I care about you. If I didn't care about you, you would go under the radar. Mm-hmm. So be thankful. Don't think that I hate you as far as my parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't think that I hate you. It's just you need somebody to put you in line. So I totally agree with that. And I just want to commend both of you because I think that's so big to be mm-hmm. so self-aware that you can sit here and talk about your trauma and what you've been through. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And and you said what you were speaking on before, that was attachment or just trauma in general? Because I, 
we can have a whole nother podcast about it's that. It's hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Attachment issues cause trauma in your life. Mm-hmm. And then trauma causes attachment issues. Mm-hmm. Because you can put yourself in a situation that you can just fuck somebody's like a whole relationship experience up. Because we have attachment issues. I ruined someone's birthday once. What happened? Oh, shit. I almost got Baker acted that night, too. <laughs> what happened? This is premium content. This ain't going yeah, to be a regular not podcast. For uh, oh. You can tell it, though, girl. We love content. <laughs> But if you're uncomfortable, it's not one of my shining moments, Mm -hmm. but it was with the attachment issues where I just wasn't allowing. So my girlfriend had had a group of friends that she was friends with forever. She'd known this girl since she was like seven. Mm -hmm. And I just came into the group and it was fine. They were really nice. They were funny, but I didn't know them. I was the newest one in the group. I was the youngest one by like a month and a day, but still the youngest. It's not fun to be on the ends of groups. You want to be somewhere in the middle. At least that's how I am. So I was the youngest. I didn't play video games. They all are fantastic at video games. All incredible artists. Like, holy shit, they could all draw beautiful masterpieces out of nothing. Musically talented. And I was just there. I didn't watch animes. I didn't watch TV. I didn't play games. Couldn't draw. So even when they were trying to be friends, I just... I didn't see it, even if they tried. So I didn't allow it. And it went on for years. Then it got to a point where I just didn't, I stopped going. It made me feel bad to go, to sit on the couch and just exist. I could do that at home by myself and feel less bad about it. So then her, the friend's birthday, the best friend, her birthday comes and they're like, we're gonna go for a party. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't really wanna go. I'm telling my girlfriend in the car, like, I don't wanna go. Like, I just don't feel right. My anxiety's crazy. But you gotta go, this is our friend. It's her birthday. She she comes in, we do the surprise, happy birthday. And I'm sitting on the couch again, and they're at the table. And it snaps. I'm like, I can't be here. I gotta go. Mm-hmm. So I tell them, I tell my girlfriend, like, I'm, I gotta go home. I gotta walk. It's like a five hour walk. But as I leave, it goes from anxiety to anger. I'm not naturally, or I guess naturally, I'm a very angry person, but I'm able to keep it calm for the most part. But when it snaps, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. It is hell mel. It is not good. Because I sit, and all those times I was really quiet and I was listening to you talk about whatever, your insecurities, your doubts, I remember it. And it just comes out in like a blinding rage. Everything you've said, it comes out, and I rip you to shreds. And I'd done that. I closed the door, and on the walk, I just fully snapped. I don't remember everything I said to them. I was told. I told them, I hope they get alcohol poisoning. But granted, I was also in the back of a cop car watching them party on Instagram Live. Mm. So I was like, you assholes. Mm. What was it that made you snap, though? Nothing. That was the thing. It was just, I'd let it build for so long, Mm -hmm. and I'd let that attachment issue of not getting attached, that maybe I finally started getting attached. Maybe there was a part of me that was like, maybe I could fit into this friend group, and I like self-sabotaged it. I have no idea. But they tried to Baker Act me. I moved to Orlando really shortly after. For like a year, still, that happened. Mm -hmm. 2020 it was 
just before we went into lockdown. Mm. I think about it every day because it was so out of character. It's it's the it's called rumination. It's when you ruminate on your thoughts. So mm-hmm. the word rumination, I just I just googled it. You know. I was about to say, where do you get this shit from? No, I know the, I know the word, My but man I is a scholar. But I don't want I ne- I hate giving people wrong information because mm-hmm. like mansplaining. I don't want to be a man. Also, I'm dumb. I'll believe it. I oh believe it. <laughs> but you talk with such conviction, like it's really hard. To like be you, like, like I sound right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really bad thing because I try not to do that. Well, you do though. Oh my goodness, y'all shit. An authority. Shut up, y'all. Shut so up. Okay, so the word ruminate comes from um, uh, what cows do. You know how they chew cud? Mm-hmm. So they. Y'all like to ASMR? more? Yeah. So they they regurgitate the, um, their food and they just chew it. They chew it. They chew it. What happens when we get anxious, the thoughts, they... Because the human brain loves activity. The brain loves understanding and the brain needs some type of closure. You know, we love one plus one because every time it's always two. It's like a... It's, your brain has an orgasm. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's, a, it's a good... Scratches that nice part of it. Exactly. But social situations there is no answer there are many answers and sometimes you don't get an answer so your brain ruminates it chews on that information over and over and over and over and over and over and then all of a sudden after ruminating for so long your brain says we need a conclusion and sometimes you create a conclusion you create a false reality you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you create something that never even happened but because you were ruminating on it for so long now you believe it it is concrete in your mind that this is factual and that's a really dangerous thing because you just you imagine something and now it's real and you believe it that's the dangerous part that you not that you believe so you have to learn how to stop the cycle once you feel yourself going back into that place because you know what it felt like you probably know what it felt like at the moment, but you don't know what led to it. And that's what you have to learn mm-hmm. to feel what leading into something like that feels like, you know, because mm-hmm. we all know what it feels like to be in a rage. Just like you feel extremely powerful. But what do you feel before that? Do you feel scared before that? Do You feel angry before that? You know, we have to take it back to kindergarten sometimes because sometimes we get so deep with our grown up emotions mm-hmm. that we forget that these are just baby emotions getting stronger we just feel them harder and so just like a kid when you give them um the little thing that says how do you how do you feel today and you have to circle the happy face or the smiley face mm-hmm. you got to check in with yourself as an adult the same way because unchecked emotions in adulthood takes you to prison <laughs> it takes you to jail because we don't get the luxury of acting out we can't have a tantrum in, in life we can't do that because that's dangerous and then it teaches your mind that it's okay for me to do this over and over and over so the threshold for a tantrum as an adult gets lower and lower and lower mm-hmm. last time i did this so i could do it again but as softer circumstances yeah and so usually if you have somebody in your life they'll check you for you you know what i'm saying then you have to be like oh shit i almost fucking went back to my the place i used to be in i almost went off like i did before oh my god i can't believe i almost became the person i used to be but if you can do it yourself, if you can take that responsibility and ownership, you're going to be out of here, sis. You're going to be going places, kid. You're what gonna do be you going do for it. That is the title of this podcast. 
peaceful moment. Going places, sis. Going places. Going places. Oh, you Toyota now? Let's keep oh my going. goodness. <laughs> vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> Word of Subaru. Um, how do I? How do I stop it? I stop it in the moment. So I'll be. And I had to learn this, like, f- because my old job used to. Oh, it would take me out, but it was like I had to learn how to check my. I had to learn like what my voice sounds like in my own head. What is Jordan's thoughts versus what is anxiety's thoughts? I had to learn like what thoughts, what things would Jordan say, and what things would you got broken up over text would say. Mm-hmm. What things would I say, or what things will bills will do tomorrow? And my bank account's on E right now. What would that say? Because there is a very fine line between the two. They sound the same. It's like um, like poets, you know. There's a lot of different poets. Langston Hughes does not sound like Maya Angelou. Yeah, they I be rhyming that. words like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chief Keef and Lil Wayne do not have the same thing, but they be rhyming words together. So the same thing with your um with your monkey brain, all the words sounds all the words sound similar, but the syntax, diction. I don't know. You're a dictionary. I know, baby. I think diction's the right word. I think diction's the way you like pronounce the word. Mm-hmm. Ask Siri right now. Not Siri, y'all. You have Siri. I have African American Siri, but my phone's recording. Oh yeah. What am I looking for? Oh, Siri. Defined. Let me see. Real quick. Oh shit, did you see that bird? Bird? Yeah, the bird just flew up to the window. Okay. Define syntax. <laughs> syntax means the arrangement of words and phrases to create well-formed sentences in a language. Period. It's syntax. Or could it be like a personality thing? Like, uh, I'm a Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange is about to come out very soon. Mm-hmm. So kind of like you have the regular Doctor Strange and then you have like the variant Doctor Strange that like fucks everything up. Wow. Yeah. Getting I... into the multiverse over here. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't wear my shirt, but I'm big. So you just gotta figure out what multiverse Mel sounds like. Mm. Find out what Helmo be saying. Helmo be saying mean shit. Yeah, cause cause Helmo doesn't know how to use big words. That's a big word for Helmo. Helmo. Mm-hmm. Not El, not Elmo, Helmo. Mm. It's Helmo. Empathy. It's a big word for Helmo. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let me go back to my notes. Where are we at? Uh, how, how far have we come? In general? Mm-hmm. Pretty far. I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I talked. I met mm-hmm. her today, like a few hours ago. Not even. Having One. a conversation. One hour ago. Really that would not have happened like a year or two ago. Period. I would have sat here mm-hmm. and said nothing. Said nothing. I know that's right. Maybe a joke. Mm-hmm. And then nothing. Mm-hmm. So talking, that's cool. really it that's a big step though yeah i feel like people don't understand that's really brave what talking when you don't talk when you're young it sets you really far back learning those communication skills social cues like 
how to take your words out of your brain to where you understand them into a coherent sentence to where other people can understand it the way you mean it. Because there are millions of species across the world, Mm -hmm. and we are the only ones that speak in sentences. (laughs) Birds communicate distance, um, time of day. Um, They communicate a lot with each other, but not details. Humans need details. You can't just look at a person they know what you're talking about mm-hmm. i can because that's how i communicate with my siblings i don't have to tell them go wash the dishes i'll go <laughs> and then they're like okay yeah he points, I points. Um, so my thought process is if you're not speaking because i'm the total opposite i say every i don't even think about it it just comes out when i take the time to think about it then i get nervous about what i'm gonna say and it doesn't come out right mm-hmm. so i wonder because you didn't speak, did it give you the time to really piece together everything? Like, do you think intellectually inside you have it all together more? Because you're doing phenomenal. You eye contact, everything. I'm like, damn, this girl's killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit. I also didn't speak because I had a really bad speech impediment. No one understood what I was saying, even when I did speak. So I'm definitely more aware of my tongue placement. I think of that every time I speak, which is kind of weird. I feel like most people don't have to think about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I am very aware of the words I choose because I don't use a lot of them. I kind of just want to get my point across and then be done with it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's, like a, it's like a performance. Kind of, yeah, I black out a little bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> just pick a spot and I black out. Yeah. That's really relatable, really, really relatable. Cause I do the same thing when, like, when I have like a when I do public speaking events. That's why I have to make sure I practice a lot, because once I get on stage, I start talking, and then if I think about it, then people, you, then you see me think about it, mm-hmm. and then why when they, oh, it's a fucking. Oh, That's a trick I fucking, learned from drumline. If you fuck up, no one else knows but you. You no just gotta you. play it all. I was no supposed one to knows. drop that stick. Yeah, no one knows. Mm-hmm. That's a that's the newest stick trick. I bet you can't do it. Do it. Bitch. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you gonna step up and fight me about the fact that I dropped mm-hmm. this stick? Are you gonna keep walking? Exactly. You're gonna keep walking. No one knows but you. You just play it off. You just play Fake it, it off. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till we make it. Mm-hmm. God damn. It's so juicy. <laughs> all right, so it's time to... Uh, Spin the wheel, Mel. My phone is over there, so we can't even spin the wheel. But I'm going to spin it on my laptop, though. You ready? I trust it. It says, ask the peacekeepers. Hold on. This one says, what bullshit keeps going on because people are too afraid to call it out, even though everyone else also secretly agrees that it's bullshit? Apple products. (laughs) Apple Mm. products are pure bullshit. Pure Mm. bullshit. The way that we are sold a luxury tax for bare minimum technology, it's really crazy. Because Huawei, if there wasn't, Huawei devices are so ahead of its time. Like even back then, like 2010, Huawei phones were the best, but they were just shit. They were slow as fuck and they were ugly. But the features that they, they had, they had NFC first. They had wireless charging first. They did all that. 67 years before Apple products but because Apple products are pretty and they're they get cold 
Like when you first get your phone out of the box, they be mm-hmm. so fucking smooth. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a fucking experience thing, and we just keep allowing Apple to dig us over with these fucking shitty ass devices. And it's so bad because like the MacBooks, they're not that great computers. They're really not that great. But and starting the thing price about them was that they didn't get viruses. Yeah, because they used like a, a cloak. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say. Because then they're going to light me up. Is that, like, true or false? It, it's, it's very true. It's because, like, in a way, I don't know So, if I may, I don't oh. know if I'm, like, completely correct. But from my understanding, Apple, as far as the iOS, is very, like, squared off. Like, they have a lot of restrictions on it, opposed mm-hmm. to something like Android or Windows. It's very open-ended. So, developers can do a lot more. You, as a, a buyer, can do a lot more with your computer. You see people, like, making... Um, what is it uh window computers and stuff like that but mm-hmm. have you ever seen anybody make a like an apple computer because mm-hmm, it's no. closed yeah it's closed off same thing with the phones so you would what it used to be called um jailbreaking you used to do oh. stuff like that mm-hmm. but you wouldn't have to do that <laughs> you wouldn't have to do that with the iphone not an iphone a, a window yeah you just turn on developer mode exactly you just turn yeah. on developer mode and the phone so just opens up open. all Baby, those other things ugly though that's yeah. the only reason i have an iphone because it's cute Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the new purple one? <laughs> what? Oh, there's a purple one. I saw it's the like green a lilac. one. Oh, they just came out with the green, like in the jungle one. It's really nice. Oh. Yeah. See, that's why they keep getting my money. Because they're so cute. <laughs> and they be so blue. smooth. Bought- what, what about you? What What's some bullshit that keeps going on? Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Twitter is an awful place. It's I love lit. it. I love it. But it's just a, a dumping zone for complaints. And it's getting out of control. Mm. It's too much. We complain mm. about the smallest, dumbest stuff. Like, I hate people that paint their walls yellow. Why the hell would you paint your wall yellow? And now all of a sociopath. sudden. sociopath. <laughs> and, and people will have these comments and they're trying to fit in. And they're trying to figure out, like, you know, how dare could somebody do that? And now you feel so conscious about yourself because you have a yellow wall. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm, I'm sick of it. I want to get off the app so much, but I've been there since 2010, and I can't. Mm. So hard. I can't go. It's so good on there. They're so, so good. Funny. They are awful, and there's so much good shit on Twitter. Oh, but, but bitch, so I'm, I will stuff. report you. If you. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Damn what about speaker. you, Mel? What's bullshit that, that keeps going on? NFTs. I'm gonna say. Oh it. my god, they're stupid. They're so care. dumb. It's like you you buy art. It's Just, art. But you're not even buying, buying it. Anything. You don't own it. You just like own the receipt of it. I understand the very basics of nothing about it. Mm-hmm. But it just don't make no fucking sense. It's That's just like the like, metaverse. And I think it's coming in all at a very dangerous time. Yeah. I like sci-fi. I want virtual reality. That's lit. But to do it and make it so big and easily accessible... To so many people, when you can't go outside, you have to find those replacements for human contact other places. People are gonna get stuck in there because you don't get sick. You don't, you don't, you know, there's no pain in the metaverse. You don't like something, you just like delete it off your thing. It's gone. People are gonna get stuck in that. And then we're gonna go back to a lull of no scientific advancements, no creative advancements. And here we are complicit. Oh, you thought about this. Oh yeah, I've got my best friend's brother's a real big NFT guy. Oh, you just hate it because he loves it. No, I try so hard to understand it, but every time he explains it a little more, 
You get angry? I don't get it. I get it. Like Snoop Dogg, he has a house in the metaverse or whatever. A big one. Yeah, and they were selling the property next to his house in the metaverse. (laughs) With all that money you spent to live next to him on something he might go on every once in a while. (laughs) Go to a show. Go Go see Snoop Dogg live. Go outside, touch grass. Buy a real house. Eat dirt. Eat some dirt. That's gonna feel alive. I I might get crucified for this, but mm-hmm. eating dirt is probably gonna save the world. I'm just saying, I did it as a kid. Oh, I played soccer. I had no choice. Oh, diving and shit gets everywhere. Mm. And here I am. I'm fine. I know that's right. This conversation is turning. <laughs> it got kind of dark, didn't it? Are we getting played out right now? That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. So this is doing the podcast. Yeah. This that that is terrifying. Wow. <laughs> like. We'll talk about it later. Like, ending music scares the shit out of me. Why? I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, it just scared me. That's attachment issues. <laughs> Fuck. All right, Mel. <laughs> okay, Mel. <laughs> what, um, what advice would you give to somebody out there who's dealing with their mental disorders and have nowhere to turn? And have nowhere to turn? Take walks. <laughs> Take long walks. It gives you time to be with yourself, to put your thoughts in order. You get to listen to whatever you want to listen to. Bring headphones. No one knows what you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Walk someplace where no one's there. Just scream. Do a yeah. weird little dance. Crawl. Do whatever you want. It also makes you tired. You can't be sad or upset if you're tired. You just go right to sleep. Take long walks. Mm-hmm. That's probably, that's some really good advice, though. Look you should get this Cause they be walking. They be walking. I know they be depressed in the house. They have, they don't pay bills. They've got nothing to be depressed about. I have no respect for it. The, we respect dogs over here on this on this on this small podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm a lesbian. Cats only. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Shit me. Well, I want y'all to know that I. Oh shit! <laughs> I want y'all to know that you are loved. You are. You are treasured. loved, you are treasured Every need shall be supplied in your life And we shall want for nothing in this coming year 2022, 2022 We get out the hood baby And there's nothing a devil in hell can do about it We gonna Conquer our attachment issues We gonna get past our anxieties For new up, uh, opportunities in life And I'm getting out the motherfucking hood baby Somehow, some way, I'm gonna be on GTA 6 oh. As a radio host And I don't know how I'm gonna do that but every need shall be supplied. Mm. To the next time we convene, y'all. Point at the camera. To the next time we convene, y'all. Peace and blessings.